This message comes from NPR sponsor, The Pitchfork Review. It's the podcast for the music obsessed, the music curious, and everyone in between. Listen to The Pitchfork Review and hear music differently. Find new episodes every Friday at midnight. This is Peter Sagal from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Sure, you listen to this podcast and all the other NPR podcasts because of how much stuff we know. But what about you? When do you get credit for how smart you are? Well, now you can. The Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me quiz game is now available via your smart speaker. Just ask your smart speaker to open the Wait, Wait quiz, and finally, recognition can be yours. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I am here with Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. And uh, we're doing a quick run through the best albums out on January 25th. We kick this week's New Music Friday off with the band Fiddler and their album, Almost Free. The band is Fiddler. The album is almost free. Rock and roll! (laughs) (laughs) This song is Can't You See... Um, what a great little hook there when they repeat those lines. On yeah. This I think that's when I, I finally bought in. Well, Fiddler's been around for, for a couple records, and uh, when I hear their music, I think of hedonism. Yeah. And I also think of a lot of bands that were big in the 90s. Oh, my God. So 90s. Such a 90s sound. Everything from there, there's kind of rap rock stuff on there that recalls the Beastie Boys a little mm-hmm. bit, but also that mellower, almost like sublime style. Oh, uh, yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. Kind of chill out vibe. I will say a little tiny bit of the Bloodhound Gang. I didn't hear that. <laughs> but I did think uh, the 90s are alive yeah. and well when I was listening to this. The real, like some of the slacker rock, you know, they, they sing about being bored, mm-hmm. hanging out with friends, getting drunk, and, and generally being jaded over the state of the world. At the same time, it is not entirely just party-hardy music. There right. are more and more songs kind of about the consequences of that little dips into politics and kind of the state of the world. But mostly this is a record about fun. Yeah, the band is Fiddler. The album is almost free. They've got a great sense of humor, and I think that's something we're going to hear on a couple of the other rock albums that we're going to talk about this week, including this next one from Mike Kroll. Mike Kroll, the album is called Power Chords.
Mike Kroll is uh, like Fiddler, another artist from Los Angeles. And this album's called Power Chords. The song we're hearing is nothing to yell about. And this whole record is just one short, sharp jolt of rock. Yeah, I mean, we sometimes talk about whatever happened to the guitars. What is the state of rock and roll? What is the state of like just bands that just wail away on guitars? And I think if guitar rock makes like a commercial comeback, why not this guy? This is a really fun record. It's got that playful side to it, but also a lot of like self-effacing. Oh, yeah. There's some warmth and heart to it. It's actually apparently inspired by like an existential crisis where Michael just didn't know what, you know, what to do with his life what what his life all meant and that just led him back to rock and roll <laughs> right. and and the album the album feels like that the, i think the humor comes out in a lot of different ways and one of the first things i noticed about this album power chords is the cover mike kroll is sitting on a bed in this in this room with like this really florid wallpaper and uh, he's holding his guitar and he has this huge black eye and uh, even though his music is really brash and brawny and raw, he's kind of a slight, almost nerdy mm-hmm. kind of guy. And when you listen to this music and you look at that photo with him with the black eye, it's so easy to imagine him being the kind of person who like mouths off to the wrong guy <laughs> at a club, walks away with a black eye and goes home and just rages about it on his <laughs> guitar in his bedroom. Well, and you said he's he's from L.A., but he's rooted in the Midwest. And to me, there's kind of some of that Midwestern self-effacement going on in the, in this music. And I don't know, Mike Kroll kind of reminds me a lot of the guys I know I knew back in Madison, Wisconsin. You know, who just love rock and roll and love power pop, that classic sparkly rock sound, almost like Cheap Trick or something. Right. Right. And and so I I feel like he is very true to that lineage in a way that I find really endearing. Mike Kroll is the artist. The album is called Power Chords. We've got Uh, One more record that we want to highlight before we take a break, and it comes from the rapper Boogie. His new album is called Everything's for Sale. They told me don't jump with no plan. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying, you better be sure. Be sure uh, Think I stumbled on uncharted land mm-hmm. I guess that means war Means war Life I heard your commitment could turn to a sickness that I never seen mm-hmm. If it sure ain't no cure Should I hope ain't no cure I told you my symptoms was tripping Don't fall my conviction From tension I felt on my core If I told you these feelings I'm missing Became my addiction At this point I hope that you pure Oh we should sky, 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 sky dive uh, I just hope that you sure uh, And I pray we secure Oh yeah this is the rapper Boogie. His new album's called Everything's for Sale. The song is Skydive. And uh, for this one, we've got NPR Music's Rodney Carmichael joining us. Hey, Rodney. Hey, what's up, Robin? Uh, so tell us about Boogie, this West Coast rapper, and, and why this is one of the week's standout releases. Oh, man. Well, Boogie is definitely a rapper that we've been watching for a while. He's been doing really dope things. This is his debut album that follows a string of really dope mixtapes. 
And, you know, Boogie is is a cat who he grew up with one foot in the church and the other in the Campanella Park Pyrus, which is a neighborhood blood gang that he got recruited into as a kid because a lot of the members actually went to the same church that he started going to when he was in the eighth grade. Wow. I think the best way to describe his music is is post-gangster rap. You know, he's from a Compton generation of rappers that, you know, they grew up in gangs, but they're also suffering from the PTSD that comes with living and surviving that lifestyle. And it makes him, I think, approach a lot of that territory and terrain in a really honest and transparent and vulnerable way. He talks about relationships a lot. He talks about a lot of the contradictions of being who he is and where he's from a lot. And he does it in a really melodic way. Given his past, there are definitely some darker moments on this record, like the song Self-Destruction. Yeah. Um, but but overall, I mean, a lot of bright moments on this one, too, where he yeah. really finds some sort of reflecting on where he is now. And it's, it seems like he's got like a healthy perspective on his past, where he's been, and like a clearer idea of where he wants to be. Yeah, I think that Boogie is really good at calling BS. You know, not just other people's BS, but his own BS. And I think he does that a lot on this album. There's a lot of self-reflection on, you know, him in terms of relationships. He's a a, a young dad, you know, and he's dealing with a lot of real life stuff. And you see him really kind of dissecting his own place and where he is in life and and how he's trying to get from point A to point B. It's, It's really kind of refreshing in that way. Yeah, he played uh, NPR Music's South by Southwest showcase back in 2015 when he was pretty early on in his career. And I remember being struck by a lot of that personal details that went into a lot of his storytelling. His music felt very heartfelt to me. And I remember him rapping a lot about parenthood Mm -hmm. and that that resonating with me as a fellow beleaguered dad. (laughs) (laughs) The artist is Boogie. The album is Everything's For Sale. Thanks, Rodney. Thanks a lot, y'all. We've got a few more albums to talk about on this week's New Music Friday, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Hinge, the dating app that's designed to be deleted. For people who want to get off dating apps, show off your personality with icebreaker prompts and see who likes you so you can easily start a conversation. Download Hinge in the App Store or Google Play. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson, and we're doing a quick run through the essential albums out on January 25th. We start the second half of our show off with the Dandy Warhols and their new album, Why You So Crazy.
This is the Dandy Warhols, the album Why You So Crazy, and the song is Terraform. Stephen, uh, a band from Portland, Oregon, that I cannot believe is celebrating its 25th yeah. anniversary this year. <laughs> yep. It does not feel like it's been 25 years, but I first got into them around 2003 when they put out Welcome to the Monkey House. Mm-hmm. And then they, they've continued to release mu- music, but kind of fell off my radar for a while. And this one feels like a real return to form. Yeah, I think that's a good term for it. I mean, this band, like you said, has been around for 25 years. This is their 10th studio album. They had their stretch of hits. I mean, they had songs like Bohemian Like You was a right. hit in 2001. They've been floating around on the wind this whole time. And right. it's nice to revisit this band, especially since they seem refreshed. There's a sense on this record when you listen to it, and I mean this in a good way, there's a sense that the stakes are lower. You know, if you've been a fan of this band, if you liked this band in in the late 90s and early aughts and are interested in revisiting it, this is a nice place to kind of jump back into the stream. I think you're right. Uh, They're not chasing another hit song and they're they're allowing themselves to just have an honest, make the record that they want to make. And I think one of the things that I love most about them are these, just these little playful, strange, buzzy synth lines. Mm. And then their lyrics are always a complete puzzle. They mentioned Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Uh, they make another reference on here to George H.W. Bush's campaign phrase, a thousand points of light. Mm-hmm. And there's some sort of ode to Detroit and car culture mm-hmm. called Motor City Steel. And then this one that I can only think to call like a country stomper <laughs> uh, called The High Life mm-hmm. on it. But lots of great turns and surprises on this one. Yeah, I mean, this is a band that during the course of its history, they toured with Bowie for a while. Right. You know, David Bowie was a fan of the Dandy Warhols and brought them out on tour. The Dandy Warhols, the album is Why You So Crazy. I mentioned at the top of the show that we had a couple rock albums that uh, are, have a lot of playfulness in them. And uh, this is an, another one of those that comes from the band Rat Boy. And the album is called Internationally Unknown. This is Rap Boy. The album is internationally unknown, and this song is called Don't Hesitate. And uh, my gosh, you talk about the 90s being alive yeah. and well. How many times when I was listening to this that I think of like the Beastie Boys, I thought mm-hmm. like early Beck, uh, right. particularly on this one. This is Jordan Carty from Essex, and uh, this is his sophomore full-length album. Billed as a punk rocker, but this one's all over the place. It's interesting reading this guy's backstory. He discovered the music of Tim Armstrong in his dad's punk rock record collection. 
direction. Tim Armstrong has been in the bands Rancid, uh, Operation Ivy, and The Transplants. has been around for a zillion years. It runs a record label. Uh, has been a- around the punk world for, gosh, yeah, I don't know, 30, 35 years. Right. So he, he discovers this guy's music through his dad's record collection, and now they made this record together. And Tim Armstrong is putting out this record on, on his yeah. label. And it's sweet. You get a sense of a generational exchange going on in this music. A lot of the fusion of punk and hip-hop in a way that gives his music a lot of attitude and a lot of lightness at the same time. I want to play just a couple little snippets of other things on here to give a a sense of the range. Uh, The song we heard was called Don't Hesitate. Here's the opening cut called Chip on My Shoulder. Which has this, you know, real punk feel to it. Mm -hmm. Here's a song called Follow Your Heart. Which is just this, you know, bouncy, breezy little pop song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's this song called Dad's Crashed Car. I ain't never going home. I crashed Dad's car into one car. Which is just straight green, green day. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad thing. Uh, I love how this record is all over the place and how it's really kind of an, an homage to what's probably my personal favorite decade uh, <laughs> for popular popular music, the 90s. And, and he also has a great self-deprecating sense of humor. I mean, the album's called Internationally Unknown. Exactly. I mean, you know, um, but lots of songs about hanging out and getting high and not really doing much and, you know... It's, Restless Youth and Uncertainty. Rap Boy, the album, is internationally unknown. Stephen, we've got one more album that we want to play on this week's New Music Friday, but let's take a quick look at some of the other notable releases for January 25th. First off is this one that surprise dropped yesterday on January 24th. It's a collaboration between Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, They're calling themselves Better Oblivion Community Center. There were rumors about this project for a while. Uh, And then Wednesday night, they played Colbert, uh, confirming the project. And then on Thursday morning, they surprise released the entire album. It's self-titled. Really fantastic mix of beautiful, these moody ballads and some guitar noise. Uh, Better Oblivion Community Center. Also, Bring Me the Horizon. The band Bring Me the Horizon has a massive new rock album out now called AMO. The band Toy. Uh, a band that I love called Toy has a broody rock record called Happy in the Hollow. And then Vangelis, the uh, electronic composer Vangelis, has a new album called Nocturne. It's a collection of really beautiful piano ballads. Nice. Well, just a minute ago, I said everything old is new again. There's a new <laughs> album by the Backstreet Boys. It's actually very good. I, it's I, very I, catchy. Yeah, you yeah. know, the thing is, a uh, little known fact, the Backstreet Boys write pretty catchy songs. I, I say that as someone who was never much of a fan back mm-hmm. in the day, uh, but I, I really did like this one a lot. Yeah, the album's called DNA. The guitarist William Tyler has a new album called Goes West, which is really nice. And uh, a personal favorite of mine, a young Irish singer-songwriter named Rosie Carney, who's been bubbling up with a lot of just little singles pop dropping here and there. She's finally dropping a full-length album called Bear, uh, B-A-R-E, that's quite lovely. I, I've really been taken with her music in the last few years. All those and more out on January 25th, along with the record that we want to close with today. It comes from the singer Dawn, and her new album is called New Breed. New Breed. Stop calling me ambitious when I dream farther than Curry's three-point range. <laughs> It's not a compliment when you doubt my success in a polite way. I'm used to being the underdog, because black girls who have minds and a cause are stifled with leashes and cliches. But we new breeds. We run over insults and fuck niggas like Bobby Boucher. <laughs> 
We new breeds. We coast over doubts like Tony Hawk in the palm of his ex games. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had to be the one to learn the shit the hard way We got the pieces even though I want the one to blame No excuses cause it only made me up my game Grind up, got to keep my grind up I wasn't chasing nothing that was never mine today Rocking the best dress, head to toe in my mistakes I got that type of shit, that type of shit don't ever fade Shine up, got to keep my shine up So won't you put that pressure on me Cause then you'll see the best of me This is Dawn. The new album is called New Breed. The song is We Diamonds. And uh, for this one, we're joined by NPR Music, Sydney Madden. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Robin. Hey, Steven. Hey. There's so many interesting things going on this record. I don't even know where to start. Well, before we start with the music itself, let's just get into a little bit about who Dawn is and her artistic past because it very much feeds into the message of this album. As you can hear from that song, she's highly experimental. She incorporates a whole bunch of different genres. She's one of those artists who can't be contained within a genre or even a subgenre or even like a combo genre. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. But if her name rings any bells to anyone, it's because Dawn Richard was in that early 2000s girl group known as Dandy Kane. You know, mm-hmm. the one that was put together by Diddy and the Making the Band days. Aubrey O'Day. Yes. That's like her homegirl. I think they're all still friends, actually, which is endearing. She also did like all this like really slick electronic kind of groove dance music. Exactly. She's morphed into so many different types of artists. She's even changed her moniker a few different times. But with all of that evolution, Dawn has also dealt with a lot of pitfalls of the music industry. She's been burned a few times. And for the past few years, she's decided to put out music on her own independently. And a common theme throughout the 10 tracks of this album is perseverance, especially in the face of someone underestimating you. It comes out in a lot of different ways, but one of those ways are these little vignettes that she has between the songs and and these really powerful monologues, too. Yeah, absolutely. There's moments when you can tell it's somebody's aunt talking to you from a kitchen table or it's somebody at the town hall meeting or the church steeple, anything. It gives you a real, like down-home feeling. And as you said, her monologues are some of the most powerful moments throughout this whole thing. With the song We Diamonds, it's kind of like an ode to the black girls who are always underestimated because there's an art to being underestimated, right? So it starts off with a spoken word poem or even, I guess, a sermon, and it's just accompanied by a light piano, and she says, it's not a compliment when you doubt my success in a polite way. I'm used to being the underdog. Because black girls who have minds and a cause are stifled with leashes and cliches, you know? Like, she's putting everybody on blast who basically underestimated her, who tried to silence her, who tried to muffle or dim her light in any way. Uh, the artist is Dawn. Her new album is called New Breed. Thanks so much, Sydney. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. That'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. If you want to hear all these songs and a whole lot of other new music, check out the New Music Friday playlist on Spotify from NPR Music. You can also go to npr.org slash all songs. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of music.